Everybody catch crews, echo Miami. If only bad news could be bribed, take all my money. I like my lies sweet, taste like irony. But that's the reason that they vex my nigga. Heavy as the head, but forget my nigga. Crowned on the bend from the stress, my nigga. It's getting hard to suppress my liquor. So I'm drinking more wine. Uh-huh. I bought 30. I'd rather be online than out with company. When I'm trying to be on my mind, the thoughts are too heavy. Cause life is no joke. We cope with comedy. You know they see your face. Uh. That's why we see This is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day.
the premium times for some headlines before getting uh, you know some perspective from our analyst amnesty for namdi kanu by ruben abati that's a piece there written by ruben abati on uh, you know the call for amnesty for namdi kanu away from this tambowal signs sokoto's child protection law naira loses at official market UTH conduct autopsy on late OAU postgraduate student. That story, if you've been following it about uh, that postgraduate student that was allegedly uh, killed in uh, that was in uh, that was in uh, yes in Oshun State. Away from this to another headline: APC governors meet Buhari adopt February 2022 for national convention. Electoral bill: Lawan meets Buhari says no need to lobby president. Away from this to a few more headlines, still in the Premium Times, a federal high court announces activities for new legal year. Our story is there in the Premium Times for this morning. We're set for December, December 4, LG Paul, a kitty siek. That story is also there in the Premium Times for this morning. Also, you have this one. Bandits kill four in Katsina Town. NRC receives 24 bids for legacy Baden Wari Takwe e ticketing contracts our story is also there in the premium times for this morning equally building collapse why we will not speak to the public yet that's according to the panel set up to look into that particular uh, incident that's as much as i'll be taking when it comes to headline i'll take a quick break when we return i'll be taking details of the story so stick around it's still freshly pressed on fresh 107.9 fm this is a blockbuster you don't want to miss the biggest and mother of all. This one is Gidigba. Which movie are you hyping like this? This is not a movie. It is Food Cup Black Friday Gidigba sales. Power oil 4.5 liters at 5,999.99 Kobo. Sunlight 2 kg, 999.99 Kobo. Buy Binato Blender with Grinder, BLG 452. Get a carton of Indomie 70 gram free. Buy Dining Table 5 seater, get a microwave oven free. Buy Binato Fan 1660, get a carton of Indomie 70 gram free. This and many Gidigba offers are available at Foodco at Kyolubade Social Center. Promo runs from 26 to 28 November 2021. Offer lasts while stock lasts. Terms and condition applies. You're listening to 107.9 Fresh FM. Welcome back. Still freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM here in Abeokuta. Now taking details of some of the stories in the papers this morning. Electoral bill. Lawan meets Buhari says no need to lobby president. The Senate president, Ahmed Lawan, has disclosed that the National Assembly does not need to lobby President Muhammad Buhari to sign the electoral amendment bill in its current form. It stated that by transmitting the bill to the president, the National Assembly members already expressed their position on issues to the president. Mr. Lawan spoke to journalists on Monday after a meeting with Mr. Buhari at the State House in Abuja. Away from this now to other stories, uh, February 2022 APC convention date shaky as crisis persists in 12 states. The president, retired Major General Mohammed Buhari, on Monday approved February 2022 for the All Progressives Congress's National Convention. However, there was no specific date when the convention would hold next February, meaning that nothing has been cast in stone. This comes as just as the point learned that crisis had continued.
to rock 12 state chapters of the APC with many individuals and groups instituting court cases against the ruling party and its caretaker chairman, Maimala Buni, who is also the governor of Yobe State. Away from this, also still with the Punch newspaper, you have this one. APC governors clash over direct primaries. Sule exchange words. Governors who are members of the All Progressives Congress have been unable to agree on a common position on the direct mode of primaries imposed on political parties by the National Assembly, the Punch learned on Monday. It was guarded that the meeting between the 22 APC governors on Sunday ended with no consensus. A meeting of the Progressive Governors Forum, which was held at the Kirby State Governors Lodge, Abuja, reportedly degenerated into a shouting match between two governors from the North Central Zone when the issue came up for discussion. I have in the studio with me, as usual, uh, every Tuesday morning, I have with me Akim Kareem. Good morning, Akim, and good, good to have good you. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. Hope you're good also. Yes, I'm fine. Uh, but l- let's start, uh, before you know, we move to politics, uh, there was this rather sad story uh, yesterday having to do with the actor uh, that's uh, known as, uh, popularly known as uh, Babasue, who, who passed on. Uh, I do have uh, so many memories. I mean, I, I watched a lot of his movies uh, growing up. I don't know if you if you have stories concerning that particular test test uh, who, who just passed. No, I think uh, the, at this point the only thing is just to pray for the repose of his soul, his dead, and um, to commiserate with the families mm. for them for them to have the strength and the fortitude to bear the irreparable loss. Mm. Ac- apparently, he's going to be missed by his um, by, by in the industry. Mm. I, uh, even Yoruba, even people know Yorubas watch him enjoy watching him and um, even people who do not even speak the language watch his his movies and uh, apparently has made a monumental impact mm. I think, I think uh, one way or the other is in his industry the society the government should find a way to probably immortalize him so that um, maybe a foundation maybe a films the movies village or something mm. just for him to be remembered Okay, let's now uh, move on to uh, politics. Uh, you have the story where ABC governors clash over direct primaries, and uh, you know they they're having back and forth concerning primaries. I mean, a particular word was actually used by the Punch newspaper where it says, uh, you know, um, the the direct the mode of direct primaries was imposed on political parties by the National Assembly. I I thought, hey, why why use the word imposed as it were, but. The position of this party, uh, APC, different, you know, different uh, stakeholders, uh, uh, you know, gone in for different, uh, how would I put it? Let me put it directly. Uh, different stakeholders have different views concerning this direct primaries. What do you think they're trying to get at? It's just you know, politics. Back and it's, forth? Just, it's just politics. Uh, in the electoral act that is being reviewed, I think that should be, I'm not sure, the 2010 or 2014 electoral act. I'm not sure of the year now. Um, the, the the parties were given an opportunity to either choose whether they want direct primaries or mm. direct primaries. And we know more often than not that most of the parties, if not all of the parties, have always chosen in direct primaries. And uh, apparently there will be advantages and disadvantages associated with either direct or indirect. Mm. And uh, do the advantages outweigh disadvantages? If the advantages outweigh the disadvantages, do you think they outweigh the disadvantages? Yeah, in my, in my opinion, I think the more the merrier. I think the more the merrier. Although I've also heard uh, arguments that uh, if uh, if there are going to be ten people to indirect primaries, and the politician is supposed to make one million available for the ten people, giving each person hundred thousand, 
But if they are going to be 100 people, they can still make an agreement for the 100 people to get the 10,000 naira, mm. you, know, you know? And uh, there's... Uh, but I think, above all, the thing for me is not just this issue of direct or indirect primary. We have to be seen to be making conscious efforts to improve our electoral processes. We have to be seen to be making conscious efforts to, to ensure that the processes, the internal democracy, the intraparty activities that lead to the emergence that lead to the emergence of candidates for political parties, whereupon these candidates end up being the, our governors, our presidents, the House of Rep member, as our assembly member, the senator, and whoever in the, poly, in the electoral process should be more transparent, should be made in such a way that anybody can aspire to be whatever without necessarily having somebody from body uh, from Babasokwe. No, 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 Babasokwe. Let us be a Babasokwe or a thing. And so in my estimation, what we have seen so far, I've seen the National Assembly, I've seen the National Assembly uh, doing the right thing mm. on this. You know, the, we had, the first issue we had with them was the electronic transmission of results where they say subject to need that. Right, 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 NCC. NCC and mm. all this stuff. Then the Ula Balu and Opera from the listening populace and then they retrace they, they, they our steps. Now, when our leaders want to take particular course of actions and they see very eminent opportunity for the people and they retrace our steps, then that means that all the things we come on radio to talk, 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 is not a nullity. It's not, it's, it's not in vain. That actually they listen and they get feedback. And when they correct these things, I think it's a good one. So, so now that we are going, they are saying, yes. that, well, I suspect, I suspect that Mr. President may, that is my personal feeling now, May not sign the electoral act in that in the form in which it is. But uh, Lawan is saying that there is no need to lobby the president concerning it. Uh, saying, I mean, uh, the National Assembly has expressed what they think is the right thing to do, and uh, they've passed it to the president. You see what I, we, we discussed this in the matter yesterday. I, 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 for one, I still do not understand the type of democracy we practice, where one person's opinion is heavier than one hundred nine senators. Now, 360 members of the House of Representatives. Mm. Don't forget, before they go to this stage, the National Assembly will have conducted public hearings and CSOs, a lot of organizations will have presented their views. And what the National Assembly will go to do is aggregate all these opinions into the Electoral Act. Now, don't forget, during the period of former President Gulo Jonathan, there was that constitutional review amendment mm -hmm. that he also declined assent to in totality because of one or two uh, clauses he, did, he, he didn't like the. So I, also, I believe, and fervently also, and vehemently also, that uh, we don't need this type of democracy where not superior arguments now, what's not superior information now will prevail. Just because you are president doesn't mean you are wiser or you are, that you are, that you are, more, you are more pro people. But this so is what the situation have, we have what, right now. Yes, that's what it, we have now. We so have right in my now. opinion, all these people that say they are opposing it, they are very smart politicians of Nulu. They are extremely smart politicians. They will just go and lobby Mr. President to decline assent. Mr. Senate President said, we don't need Mr. to lobby Mr. President. Mm -hmm. He will do the right thing. So people will go and put pressure on him and make him decline. And at that instance, what would the National Assembly do? The National Assembly has constitutional right, prerogative, to veto the assent of Mr. President. Mm -hmm. But do they have the political will? Do they have the capacity to go through... Take a decision against Mr. President. Don't forget, this National Assembly, the same National Assembly and Senate, where Mr. Lawan told us that anything brought by Mr. President 
will be will be approved. Very true. Very true. So if they take a proposal to him and yeah. it's approved, then that means that also they're approved. Mm-hmm. And on the long run, what's the end of the, this discussion? So that's why in my own gradually we need to restructure some things in the policy. We need to approach a Westminster Parliament style of government where everybody in government is in Parliament. We have debates. The opposition is there. Then the, uh, the, the, the people who have the highest number with superior argument wins the day. But this one, that we have one person whose voice, whose bio is mightier than 109 senators, than 360 uh, as of what members, in my own opinion, is a travesty of democracy. All right, let's uh, now, uh, still still talking about leadership in Nigeria. Tambowal, who is the governor of Sokoto, says uh, we shouldn't vote or don't vote for parochial leaders. That's what he's saying. He's saying he is advising Nigerians to look out for and vote for politicians who are versatile, friendly with fellow Nigerians across all geopolitical zones to foster national unity. Now, that is what he's, you know, advocating for. Don't vote for parochial leaders. But you also know that the system that produces them, uh, that's the primary system, uh, you know, we're talking about the direct or indirect, um, you know, elections within, you know, parties, you know, to produce their candidates. Now, he's saying don't, pro- don't vote for parochial leaders. How do you ensure that the system okay. provides the type of leaders that Nigeria That's needs? what they're going to truncate now. You, you think it will be tron- truncated? We will discuss it. We'll discuss it. That's my view. Me, I, I always, I, I wish for the best, but I prefer for the worst. So, if it's indirect, you you think it will not provide? Think, it will I not provide the leader in, we I need. I think with direct or the leaders we need over a period of time, not as if we are throwing a magic wand that the problem that is going to solve like upla. But I think that with time, the next two three elections we're going to get us better than two three elections is talking of eight ten years or twelve years. We're going to get things better gradually. But the most important thing is to continue to do the right thing, if you do, even if you do not get the result at those times. Then talking of uh, Mr. Tambual, Mr. Tambual is one of the honorable politics <laughs> I respect in Nigeria. I remember the circumstances where he became the speaker, he became the speaker against the tide of the of the position of the government. Mm. Uh, the, the the government of Jonathan then wanted Honorable Mulika Adiola from Mosho, mm. who ended up being the house leader, whereas the, the people who are part of PDP who had taken side with APC or ACN as they were, they were, they were then called, had positioned Tambuel to, to become the speaker. He, I think, he smuggled himself into the chambers, slept in there overnight, and in the morning, he was looking so rough. But I think I've listened to him a couple of times. I think it's, not, it's a bit different from the normal um, professional politicians we have in Nigeria. The, the uh, usual, I, you will say? It's not the usual politician. Okay, okay. I say rank uh, honorable Tambuel in the likes of... Uh, uh, this former Senate uh, president, was it Senate president? But how, from, how do we state. ensure so that what the I'm, system... So what I'm saying in essence is yes. that when he says they should not vote for people that have that parochial, mm. but you, you see at times that the, even these brilliant individuals belong to organizations that are parochial. Mm. Let, let me give you an, an instance now. An honorable governor of a state on his own is intelligent, he does, does what is necessary, then go to one uh, organization where ethnicity owes sway. I don't want to mention ethnic now, ethnic regions now. And then they now issue a memo, yes, not will not accept Southern president. Is that not parochial? Is that not, is that not, what, what, what is that? Now you see that these organizations pushing parochial objectives are actually populated by intelligent individuals. So what has come over them? Something other than objectivity. Probably ethnicity, probably religion, probably the uh, grab for power, or the 
what I call the centrifugal and centripetal force on politicians. That you you want them, to break that down a bit? Yes, yes. There the, is the centripetal and centrifugal. They're actually opposites. But mm. when the same force acts on one person, that person looks like they're lost, they, they're like they're wandering in the midst of nowhere. They cannot go right, they cannot go left. And they, they are running, but they are running on the spot. So when I say when, when I use that term to describe Nigerian politicians, I describe them in the in a situation like this where they have one opinion inside, but they subsume this opinion because of uh, probably political uh, interests that, that they, they need to protect. So when Honorable uh, Tambua now says we don't want parochial individuals, the truth of the matter is that. 80%, and I say this on live radio, 80% of the people who lead us in Nigeria have no leader business with leadership. In your opinion? In my considered opinion. What you have, what you have and, studied and, over time? Yes, it's not what I studied, what we are saying. Mm. Because if they have business with leadership since 1999 till date, we'll not be where we are today. Look at the turnaround in Rwanda. Quite an indictment. Look at, look at, look at, yes, yeah. yes, I'm saying this on live radio, oh and I do not care whose ox is God. This is my view, this is my position. They have no business in leadership. What business do have in leadership? Most of them are just there for self-serving interests. However, the people who have reasons to be in leadership, do they have the do they have what it takes to own parties? Do they have what it takes to own political political machinery? Mm. Do they have what it takes to contest election? You know what it means it takes to contest a governorship election? You know what it takes to control to contest a presidential election or a senatorial election? And I say on live radio today, it is very extremely difficult that we have not put your hand in the in the jail of Nigerian coffers before. It is almost impossible to contest an election in Nigeria and win election under the circumstances. So you are saying under the circumstances we have, we always Even that have, should not have been in our leadership position. Are you so, are you saying now with the system that's currently running, would our system will only provide uh, for us parochial leaders like some words talked about? Because what matters is not the ideology, it is not what you represent, it is not what you are bringing to the table, but it is the cash available to 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 to, to spend for the electorate. So let me get this clearly. Please. Are you now also saying, suggesting that once we have direct primaries now within no, parties, not ne- not ne- it, will, it, it, it might yes help reduce? It will, it will change the direction mm. because uh, on the long run, it's going to reduce the influence of money bags on polit- on politics. Do you understand? Mm. It may not be 2023 election. It may be 2027 election. It may be 2031. But apparently, we have, we have to stick on the direction that will lead us out of where we are. We'll see how that plays out uh, in terms of the president, um, you know, assenting to that particular bill. We'll go on this break. When we return, we'll be taking, uh, we're doing justice to a few more stories, and then we'll be taking your calls. Uh, stick around. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. <laughs> Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest.
Well, welcome back. Still freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Moving on to other issues, you have this one in the Vanguard newspaper. Malami orders EFCC to hand over case file of ex-aviation minister Odua. The Attorney General of the Federation and Minister of Justice, Abubakar Malami SAN, has ordered the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission, EFCC, to remit the money laundering case file involving a former Minister of Aviation, Stella Odua, to the Federal Ministry of Justice for review. Malami's directive followed a petition alleging that the anti-graft agency was being used to persecute the erstwhile minister. Odua, who served as aviation minister from 2011 to 2014, and currently the senator representing Anambra North, is facing a 25-count money laundering charge the EFCC preferred against her and eight others. Now you have, uh, you know, we've, we've had the case concerning Odua for quite a while now, and uh, we've ne- not got into the bottom of things. But now uh, that the... Attorney General of the Federation is asking to look into the case file to review that particular case. How do you see this playing out? Yeah, I think uh, it's not black, it's not white. It's neither here nor there. And that is the thing for me. We're all aware that the Ministry of Justice is the supervisory body for the EFCC. I hope I'm correct. If I'm mistaken, somebody should kindly correct me. And uh, we also know that uh, in such instances... Yeah, so they, they, they need supervision. Mm. But this supervision should not be what we call micromanagement. Management whereby everything they do you have to approve in such a way that you have even deprived them of independence. It is not to say that the uh, Minister of Justice do not have the right to do not have the right to um, supervise or ask for a case file. But what is the uh, uh, what is the reason for in this particular instance, uh, it's, it's in, so the FCC is being used, you know, to persecute the what's it called so the allegation. Is she the first person the FCC is using to persecute? Yeah. So why wasn't was the vested interest of Mr. Malami in this case? Maybe to and, make, make it all plain to make and, it. Look, and, and this is the thing or, for me. Okay. I think there should be periodic evaluation and supervision of the FCC mm. by the Ministry of Justice, okay. not necessarily on a particular case. Right, because now there's a likelihood. Because I will ask the question as a student of mathematics, that what is the ratio? How many cases have the EFCC started and concluded without the Ministry of Justice intervening? How many case files have they taken there that's that's not reached seen the light of the day afterwards? Is it that the FCC, uh, the Ministry of Justice, also has a vested interest that is diametrically opposed to the reason for the establishment? Of uh, of uh, uh, of the EFCC, so now if you are going to ask for a case file, why must it be a particular person? As that person petitioned the Minister of Justice to say, "Oh, I'm being I'm being victimized. This is the basis for the victimization." Then, as the EFCC actually arraigned this person in court, as this person had, are they in court? As the court found that culpable or guilty? Now there's there's a petition. Why do we know that? There's a petition to okay. the, yes. There's a petition. I took that. I said, "Madam, is directly followed a petition." Alleging that the anti-graft agency was being used to persecute the S1 So now, minister. if there's a petition, mm. naturally, if you are if you, if you are investigating me, I'll feel maligned. I'll feel bad. So I can petition. It doesn't mean that that on the basis of that petition is right. That what I'm saying is right, and it does not mean that the people uh, investigating me are wrong. But we need have to deal with trends now, with statistics, with facts and figures. Previous instances of where they have said, bring the case files. Well, how has it ended? How has it ended? Did it end up? Uh, 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 supporting the quest for reduction of corruption or did it end up a request for the files I mean from ESG, from Minister of Justice, does it end up putting people who should have cases in court as free men? I know for a fact that the FCC 
has issues, operational challenges, prosecution, uh, not prosecuting diligently. Uh, we, uh, all these things, we can't even... And delays in the, in the justice system. You, yes. you, right? Yes. Uh, the, 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 the delay in the, in the judicial processes. Mm. But all these things, we cannot even uh, exonerate the Minister of Justice from all these things. It's like more of milk, uh, oil and water mixed together. Do you think... So I think okay. the, should do, the Minister of Justice should do more mm. than just requesting for a particular case file because of one petition that we do not know the motive for the writing or the altering of that petition. They should do more supervision. And I think, uh, like people have always said, I think there should be a huge difference between the Attorney General Federation and the Ministry of Justice. And do you think in, uh, if the, you know, the Federal Ministry of Justice decides, for instance, you know, to do that play that supervisory supervisory role, uh, you won't also be the one, you won't, you won't are, be questioning are, and saying, why, doing, why, not, why, why are they are, dipping their hands into... into it, you know, if you are doing it as a procedure... You know, you see, people Why are they not, micromanaging? People, people will not query situations where you front load the rules and regulations. Mm. That, okay, we are a supervisory agent. In every every quarter, we want you to get, update us on what you have done. Uh, update us, right? And then when the Minister of Justice is going to intervene, they are going to intervene as per the cases generally. But now that you single out, based on the petition, I, 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 I may even say a frivolous petition. I'm inclined to say... You, you have not I'm seen... Inclined, you have, you have, I'm inclined you have not to say... That, Lulu, okay. at least Nigeria, I'm inclined to say a frivolous no, petition. don't say it. Because anybody that's been accused of impropriety financially, the big, biggest thing for you to do, most noble thing for you to do, is go and clear your name. There was a minister, minister for health during, during Bababa Sojo's regime, that was sacked. And the FC or ICBC took up the case. The court cleared the woman. One professor, Adenike Grinch, I forgot the name, I'm not too sure. So, I think instead of writing petition to say, don't investigate me, why do you not go ahead and exonerate yourself legally and lawfully in the court of law? Okay, before we open the phone lines, let's move to this final issue uh, have, having to do with the NSAS report. One of the lawyers who, who sat on that panel, that uh, Adegborua, he's alleged that there has been threats to his life and he said that uh, if anything should happen to him, we should hold the government, Nigerians should hold the government responsible also, in that particular release, uh, he also mentioned that one of those who testified, one of those protesters who testified, uh, uh, you know, in well, in front of the panel, before the panel, uh, was also attacked by hoodlums. And it was mentioned that the, the hoodlums made mention of uh, her appearance at the panel, in front of the panel. How do you how do you see this? Uh, people being attacked or allegations that people, that lady was attacked also threats to his own life. <laughs> Lulu. And he's saying we should hold the government responsible. This, these are funny times. I know Ebu Adeguruwa, SAN, will not speak frivolously. I'm sure because of his antecedents, because of his precedents, because what what he has represented as a young man, because of what he represents as a, as, as a senior advocate of Nigeria, who has not done a class suicide, I'm certain he will not make a frivolous argument. Uh, uh, last week, Tuesday, we were here, we were discussing the uh, report, the report of the NSAS panel, mm. and uh, we both agreed off and on here that there will be a lot of consequence to this that for the next few weeks that it was going to be a talking point. But then, don't forget that before Ebono uh, Adibogua made this uh, allegation to life, he had also spoken about a particular son, I don't want to mention his name, who went on TV to say, oh, this has happened, this has happened, and that... Uh, who rubbish the report mm. and who alleged that it was because they collected money and that the, the integrity of the panel members is now being questioned, whereas these panel members did not nominate themselves. Mm. 
not contest for it. It was a decision, absolute decision, singular decision, sole decision of the governor of Lagos State to put whoever he puts on that committee. And now the people who are not happy with the report, who felt it was going to go otherwise, who felt it was going to go against the rule of national justice, now find a way to malign them. And now there's another news where somebody was attacked, yes, macheted, a lady, that, that's a lady, what was and while they were leaving the hospital, the another member, another person who testified at the panel also got, according to what I read it in the point, endless a picture, endless, where they told her by the next yeah, person. Next, yes. So at that time, uh, I don't know how to say this in English, who does not know that it was the witch, witch who, who, who made the nurse yesterday that killed the child that died today? Who does not know that all these things are consequence of the shock that the ruling elites in Nigeria are in because of the NSAS report. So you are alleging that it's the elites that are involved in this? No, are they no, the hoodlums? No, 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 no. Let me let me let me put this to you. There can be no smoke without fire. Go go and follow the sequence properly. Mm. Even at the Lekki Gate, the Lekki Gate happened to be the most peaceful location during the NSAS movement. It wasn't like a Butemeta where they burnt the buses. But after then, some people came up to say they are defending Lagos. There were videos. People mm. having Prado jeeps coming, giving them money. We saw them on video. And you and I know that uh, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And my opinion on this is that it is the elite in Nigeria who wanted to disrupt the, 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 the lucky to, to, uh, protest who came out to support or finance. I don't have proof for this, but that's my, that's my opinion. To finance the, 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 the way the uh, protest was broken up. Opinion, first, opinion first by, without proof now. First by, uh, uh, because, I cannot, because I cannot prove it, I have to say that. I have mm. to say it's my opinion. But well, even, even we all know, we saw videos mm. of these guys holding cutlasses, axes, machetes. And who can do that in Nigeria? So you, you did not have the support of the elite. I don't want to say the government, but I know probably some elites in government, maybe at the federal level, maybe at the state level, or people who have interest in the Lekki Concession Company. So those, that is my th- those who those who are not too pleased with the report from the panel, are you suggesting that those are the ones behind? I, I, as, a, as a young boy, as, mm. a young, as a young boy, I read a lot of James Adlichies. I read virtually all of James Adlichies <laughs> from Panther, from Kogi, right. everything. Almost every was a competition. Mm. And when an incident accident happens, we the first thing to look at is the first who can have reasons for this to happen. A person has been murdered, a person has been attacked, who is he fighting with? Who is the beneficiary of that person dying? Mm. Who's going to benefit on the long run? At times, it may not be as clear as we're talking about it. So you think silencing these people would make the uh, report from the panel just go? No, it won't. It won't. But to the people who feel that they can truncate the will of the people, who feel that they can uh, uh, put an abeyance the voice of the people, mm. nothing is too small or too little or too big for them to do to achieve their aims. You can join the conversation 0803-322-1079. That is 0803-322-1079. Those are the phone lines to be a part of a conversation on Fresh Depressed and Fresh 107.9 FM. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, hello, good morning, uh, Mr. Lulu. Good morning to you. And uh, Mr. Akim Karim. Good morning, morning sir. sir. Well done, sir. Yeah, my name is Polarin Dolan of Officer Yeah, I want to have my take on this uh, direct uh, primary uh, uh, the bill. Mm. I think uh, I want to make it very short and directly. The fact remains that in this country that we are, the democracy we are running now, 
I think it warrants us to need that direct primary because it will make us as a good candidate at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You understand? Now, what I have noticed since I've been a young or uh, my tender age is that the democracy that we are running has not matured enough to the Western world. If really we really want to get it right, we need to start it from somewhere. Which is what? If a candidate wants to emerge in a particular uh, political party, you know, if they do direct primary to enable them to pick somebody that is going to look at, look at the, I think it was 19, I mean, 20, 2014 or thereabouts, the last election that they did then, there are so many, so much of, uh, we'll have a look. They are, okay, we don't want this man. Uh, they impose it on us. We don't want this. They impose it on us. We don't get it. It always causes problems when they do that indirect uh, primary. But if they do direct primary, everybody that wants to do, if they want to put their own, their own head in the one basket, they will know. If they want to start their head, they will know. You understand? So the fact means that I will, I, will, I will just, you know, uh, employ the, 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 I mean, the, uh, the assembly to just know that view. Good morning, Tom. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for your thoughts. Good morning. 0803-322-1079. That's the phone line to be a part of a conversation. 0803-322-1079. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning good to morning. you. Good morning. Where are you calling from? Morning, Lulu. Morning, Akib Karim. Morning, I'm Kyle Day from Abeku. Good morning to you. Good morning. Go ahead. Am I on? You're yes, on. Uh, good morning, no. Yeah, God bless you. You see, I want to speak on leadership. You see, everything we have been talking about this morning boils down to issue of leadership. You see, it's, uh, if leaders is not probably looking into the direction of uh, 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 in having ability to influence others, these are the things that will come up that will probably continue to undo us in this country. You see, when their own interest alone matters, as against those voted them to power. These are the things we'll be looking at and then that will continue to hurt us and harm us. Look at um, the son you talked about this morning. After all, it, it was not the one that probably chosen himself to be in that panel. And yet the person that was even being witness, a witness for that matter, was my chest. And then the small also's life was is being treated, I mean, t- uh, threatened now. What are we for in this country? I wonder. Who is a leader? I am asking. Who's supposed to be a leader in this country? Should we continue to probably be, be, be playing this kind of democracy mm. in this set of lives that we are in this country? Mm. Look at how the space of Nigeria is now. The length and breadth of the country is suffering just because leaders that we, I mean, thought we would probably do us good, they are just smart legs. All right. They don't know anything, and they claim to know. Uh, I wonder. Do you save you? I don't know. I am short of words this morning. God bless us all. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, He's of the opinion that uh, some some of the leaders are. well, would you say that leaders don't know anything? I, I don't think so. I wouldn't agree with that. I wouldn't agree with that. But let's get your thoughts still. 0803-322-1079. That is 0803-322-1079. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning to you. Hello. Good morning. Your good name morning. Where are you calling from? Yes, good morning. I'm calling from Songo. Go ahead, engineer. Um, yeah, yes, you see... I think the problem that we are having is the concept of which uh, the so-called our leaders on governance. 
when you are elected on a democratic level, you should believe that the government of the people is what you are running. But in a case whereby you believe that once you are in government that you, you become opposition to the people, that is exactly what is happening in Nigeria. I think we, we should change the, the concept. The people in leadership should change the concept of being the ruler. Rather, they should believe that they are leaders of democratic uh, dispensations. Having said this, I think the, 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 the role to choose candidates still lies on the party themselves. It doesn't, have, it doesn't go to government to dictate to how, wherever, however, how will they elect their own candidates. Oh, right. Candidates is on the party level. Mm. And it's only on the party decision. You can make it a, a, an open um, system whereby people will, will, will line up. We can make it a delegatory system. But in a situation whereby the National Assembly is trying to put a law. No, it can't work. All right. Because uh, the party, is, party on its own can decide on what type of system they will adopt to, to elect their candidates. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for your thoughts. All right. Uh, we'll still be taking calls, but right after this break, stick around. It's still freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Star five 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 star pin ash. Baba Jani, can you go? What you think she wrote, Jari? Star five 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 star pin ash. Hey, look, it was Mr. 555 Stapping Hash. Oh, Shankele number two, but of Babenio, Testa 555 Stapping Hash. Latin by Lopo Mefa Way, but Obara, so you play Banis or Eteli, Jack Banu, Gono Mefa Naira, if a family less like I say, Lori Bobo Way, we are Gono Naira, Dobara, Football Guanitoa, Lori Pay Banis or Eteli, you. Yanjani, show some that I shall. Star 555 Stapping Hash. Airtel, the smartphone network. You're listening to 107.9 Fresh FM. Welcome back. Still taking calls to get your opinion and some of the stories that made the headlines this morning. 0803-322-1079. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Lulu. Good morning to you. Your name and where are you calling from? Good morning, Nakib Kari. My name is Honorable Larry Jaji. Larry Jaji is calling from the People's Parliament in Lemay in Abelkota here. Mm, It's quite unfortunate. I also really agree with Nakib Karim there that some elite, some people you know, that are, you know, feeding fat from the inadequacies from the the, 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 the the bad situation and government we have at the world that are supporting, you know, some some some, some people. I mean, I see no reason why some of you could be fighting for something that we don't want police brutality, we don't want this and that, and some of you that have been paid for me some little changes or whatever, we now want to counter or probably go in. People that are fighting for you, people, I mean, fighting for something that people can really benefit from. So, I don't that's what we rule. Some people are eating fat, they are you know, feeding fat on some, you know, this bad leadership, and they want to really just counter people that are going to give good leadership. 
Mm. But I want to continue to pray for this country that we get to trash. Good morning, my brother. God bless you. Thank you for your opinion. 0803. I mean, rather, 0803. 322-1079. That's the full line to be a part of a conversation. That's 0803-322-1079. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Your name and where are you calling from? I'm Taufiq Olajide. Good morning, Mr. Akim. Morning, sir. Yes, I, I want to talk on the issue of these uh, answers, uh, white paper reports. There's no white paper like, yet, but go ahead. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> we we just keep. We need to keep uh, the pressure on the state government. Now that the federal government said the report is not on the table, then someone need to do more by letting Nigerians know that hey, they have no arms. Mm. The soul of these dead Nigerians will keep wanting this government. I'm one of those who think the panel reports will not be the light of the day. Thank God that the panel has proved to be integrity people. But we, on our own part, we need to keep mounting pressure. Keep is our responsibility. Because this is not the kind of Nigeria we want. Mm. We want a Nigeria where everybody is safe, where people, some people will not just take the life of Nigeria in their, is, is, is their uh, responsibility. So let's keep demanding pressure on the, on, on, on Sorulu to submit the report. So, you know, it can be anybody tomorrow. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for your thoughts. I found a rather interesting story, sir, in the uh, Premium Times. Uh, I don't know if you have a, a, your thoughts uh, thoughts concerning this. Uh, UBC civil servants to contribute 10% of November salaries to revamp education sector. That's according to a minister. So the Yobe state government says it will deduct 10% of November basic salaries of its civil servants as their contributions to the current efforts to revive the education sector in the state. Mohamed Lamin, that's the Commissioner for Home Affairs, Information and Culture, made this known at a press briefing on Monday in Damaturu. Uh, what has been the response of the organized labor in the state? I'm sure they will oppose it. I'm sure they will oppose it because in the first instance, uh, probably whoever is governing that state has a long convoy of vehicles. He has a a retinue of aides who who are who were very beautifully stashed by Angi got to office and do virtually nothing, you know. And so I I doubt if the organized labor in that state will accept that. Let's go Governor Mai Malabuni. That, that that's uh, you. Yes, the man is busy in Abuja. Maybe <laughs> somebody is speaking because it's consent. Uh, really, <laughs> I think ten percent. So. I, I think so because I'm sure the organized laborers would not accept it. They will reject this. They will see this as draconian, except if of their own volition. They have come out to say we are supporting with the government do this, which even many of the workers rank and will go against, but the leadership can force them to eat by taking the decision for them. But if it's coming from the government, I'm sure it will be met with stiff resistance, and I hope it's met with stiff resistance. Interesting one. They're still talking about education uh, on diversity, short indefinitely as students protest pay fee payment before exams. Uh, that's uh, the management of Adekunle Ajasin's University Kungba Koko on Monday announced indefinite closure of the institution 
full-on protest embarked upon by students. I mean, uh, it's uh, you know no school fees, no exams, and uh, so it led to a protest, and uh, subsequently this. And th- this is not the first time uh, w- one is coming across such stories uh, when it comes to you know institutions having to shut down because. Uh, you know, due to protests by students, especially when it comes to payment of school fees. Yeah, but this, this is funny. Whether the students like or not, they are still going to pay, make those payments, and it's better they align with the authorities. Because, you see, there were, there, were, there were positions we had as student activists many years ago, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, that when I review them today, I feel, oh, we're actually wrong. We're, in the fullness of time, mm. in the fullness of time, it shows you that uh, something could have been done more with negotiation. I think leadership of the student union should have approached the, the management of the institution and say, oh, this is position. Many of our students are indigents. Their parents have not been paid their salaries mm. or the money they are being paid their salaries where their parents have been devalued by inflation and give logical reasons. You don't think and the state government should adopt 10% for our civil servants? No, no, no. <laughs> so, so I think that uh, the oh, students right. should judge up with the university authorities because mm-hmm. of the long run, the students are at home. The workers who work with the state university will continue to get paid whether the students are in school or not in school. Before we wrap this up, let's take a few more calls. Uh, hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning. You know even where you're calling from? This is John calling from Idiaba. Go ahead. From Idiaba, Idiaba. Idiaba, go ahead, go ahead. You see, I want to say something about that uh, NSTAR's uh, report. Mm. I'm very sure Nigerian government will never like such report. You are sure? Because they have right, said that nothing like killing. I don't like it to be. It's like that report I exposed the, uh, 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 the, uh, the soldiers about killing innocent souls at that place. Why that moment said nothing like killing there? I'm very sure they, 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 before they know the report, they might have even over them bribe. But they, God, those days, they, they want to be honest to Nigerians. That's, what, that's why they want to take that uh, bribe from them. Now they are taking them now. Those who are taking them, are they ghosts? Did you see them say anything about that threatening? That is Nigerian for us. Right. Thank you. Thank you for your thoughts. Uh, quite uh, a number of uh, allegations, but he said they might, they might, uh, you know, put that in context. Zero eight zero three three double two ten seventy nine. We can speak one more call before we wrap things up on the show this morning. Zero eight zero three three double two ten seventy nine. Make your thoughts concise as we wrap up the show. Hello, good morning. Hello. Oh my, I lost that call already. We could take one more call before we round up, round off. Uh, let's see. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Your name and where you're coming from, real quick. Go ahead. My own area of contribution is going to be different. Can you speak up? Can you speak up? Thank you. My own contribution is going to be different from this electric target. What about the people that are, when these people are protesting? What about the people that were, were affected, looted? Most of them, okay, let's say, for example, the, uh, the shopper beside them, anytime I'm passing well, through the Lagos thing, right. look at, look at the, 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 the BRT, the way they destroy everything. Nobody talk about the, 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 the character of the people that they destroy so many things, which is still affecting the, 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 the negotiation on how to transport ourselves Please, when we are talking about only letting to get, 
the woman the way these people behave, they, they, are, they, are, they are being like that, they are protest. We never talk about it. What about that? All right, you good? made your point. We, we need to wrap up the show. All right. All right. Uh, saying we never talked about, uh, you know, certain things that would not be consistent with how I remember, how I remember these things. We talk about what's in the and what's currently in the news this morning has to do with the threat to the life of a member of that panel and also those who testified before the panel. Thank you so much for listening and for being a part of the program. Thank you, Akim Karim, for being on the show this morning. Thank you for having me here. All right, so we'll come your way again. Stick around. It's still Fresh Depressed, or we're wrapping up on Fresh Depressed. My name is Lulu Fado. You stick with Fresh 107.9 FM. Listen up. The administration of His Excellency, Prince Dagbo Abiodun, in his magnanimity, has come up with a special arrangement to pardon those that have erected structures on government land in an ongoing ratification program called Property Registration Program. Listen to the following areas. Ladori, Ikeruku Lokuta, Ijeun Lukosi, Abulioko, Agureti, Asheshe, Mowe, Ibafo, Orimerumu, Magorakeron, Makogi, Shefushote, Olowotedo, Ayetoro, Lukosi, Seidu, Ogijo, Ilara, Agutoye, Shimawa, and Ilaro El. UD. Residents living in these areas are advised to contact Ogun State Land Administration and Revenue Management System, OLAMS, for immediate ratification of their property and processing of their CFO to avoid unnecessary worries in future. Log on to www.olams.ogunstate.gov.ng or send an email to olams at ogunstate.gov.ng or call the OLAMS team on 0700-111-9999. Ogun State Land Administration and Revenue Management System, OLAMS, creating wealth from land. From the rock city of Nigeria, rock city of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. you to this program this morning dear listener i am temitokwe ibrahim and with me is a guest from king's interbiz estate limited and with me this morning on this program is mrs omoni Misola. good morning our listeners and for us having you here this morning i know it's, it's a good news what do you have for us yes definitely a very very good news we are presently doing the promo on one of our property and that is the one at Idiori. Okay. We sell our land uh, outrightly per plot for 600000 and for anybody who is buying half plot, we sell for 300000 Okay. Then if you are buying on installments, we sell for 700000 Okay. And initial deposit of 10%, which is 70000 Naira, and you will spread the remaining payment for 23 months, which you will be paying 27400 monthly. Wow, wow. And we are not leaving out half plot people who want to buy half plot, who doesn't have enough to buy a full plot. Okay. So for anybody that is buying half plot, your initial deposit is 35000 Naira. Hmm. And your monthly payment, which will be spread for 23 months you'll be paying 13,700 monthly now we have a promo and um, our package is for the first 50 outright purchasers we are going to give you a 5% discount on the cost of the land either you are buying half plot or full plot so there is 5% discount on your purchase the first 50 clients who comes around to buy then we are giving there's a gift for buying and you are entitled to also a vegetable oil and rice for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And Christmas. this promo is going to last from 1st of November to 4th of December. Mm. And we are not also leaving out our instrumental payment. People okay, are those paying instrumentally, they are yes. not left out. They are not left out. Okay. So the first 50 instrumental 
uh, purchasers okay. are also entitled to gift, mm. they are entitled to vegetable oil, mm. and they are entitled to rice. Wow, that's awesome. Between you said the date is between first of November, first of no- November to fourth of December. When you call us, okay. we take you to the location. You go and see the land. The land is well fenced around. Wow, it's fenced around gates, and people already are building inside the place already. Mm. We give instant allocation to whosoever is buying, either outrightly 